Hello and welcome to the Every Other Saturday podcast, our brand new episode this week where um, I, what's, what's to be said, it's like you don't want to do this episode, but nah, kind of has to be put out there, it kind of has to be documented about how shite we are um, and how bad this season has been um, because that result on Sunday basically just ended all hopes of anything positive this season. We've now got five games left in the league, but we're out of the title race. Um Dead rubbers were out of the Scottish Cup now. Obviously, before in the season, worst Champions League team, um, beating the League Cup final off Celtic as well. It's been an absolute disaster of a season, um, to put it lightly. Um, and I, it was just kind of the final nail in the coffin on Sunday. All that, obviously, good play mm. gets you, gets you nothing if you've not got players in the pitch that can go and go and score your big goals to win your big games and, and that's basically what it's boiled down to. So in this episode, we'll talk about that game, we'll talk about the team um, because there's some harsh words, I think, we've both kind of put out of our system now. It's maybe not as fired up as it was um, after the game on Sunday, but it's definitely still be. there. Definitely still there. Um, and we'll also just talk about the Aberdeen game. No, I didn't even bother making a team prediction. I've just put a few photos of the f- players I want to see get minutes in these last games now but I as always if you could like subscribe and share for us let us know your thoughts on on Ranger seasons I'm hoping it will probably be quite um quite the same as us but I let let us know um first off though we have to start on on the note of Jimmy Bell a year since uh a true Rangers past um so the man who understood it and again we every sort of passing day since that moment, it's just felt like Jimmy Bell's aura has been missed around the place. I mean, obviously spending that long at a club and overseeing like huge players coming to the club, massive players, icons of the club, to then obviously last season where we, we delivered against Leipzig for him as well. It's just, um, aye, it's obviously really sad still uh, that we're at that point, but um, I just thought I'd put that in at the start. Um, yeah. Aye, so... Todd Cantwell is a a new whipping boy, according to every other, um, every Celtic page I've seen, obviously, not wanting to give Hatati a drink of water. I mean, why would you give a rival anything? Yeah, let's be honest. But, aye, um, he's the one that can sort of hold his head up high um, after that game. You can sort of see the vision, see the direction he's going in. You can Mm -hmm. see his motivation to want to play for the badge, obviously, still new. So he's not going to come under a lot of criticism even if they did play poor. But mm. I mean, you could play that guy anywhere. Anybody would give you his all. And that's all you'd really want. You want players that can go and perform for you on this stage. You just wish the other team around them were, were competent. Um, but it was a it was a really poor day at the office. That's the team that started the game. Um we'll start with Alan McGregor. I mean, for for the goal, it's it's a def- it's not his fault. it's a defensive mishap. Apart from that, did Celtic have a chance? I can't even remember them having a shot after that goal, which is the more annoying thing about the full game. They didn't mm. threaten, they didn't impose themselves on us the as much as they, they could. They weren't in the game, exactly, and we, we dominated it all and still couldn't score. But I, Al McGregor had really nothing nothing to do. No, I had. Well, I could have just sat up there with a deck chair and a paper and he'd have been all right. Aye, aye pretty much. Nothing to do. Um, James just... Tavenier, um I, I mean, I thought he had, again, was the only player that kind of, alongside Todd Cantwell, looked interested in getting forward and actually trying to do something. I uh, I know we've been harsh on him, but I'm gonna, I am gonna. would say Lundstrom as well, mate. I thought Lundstrom 
He had a ah, no, obviously we'll, we'll go on to Lundstrom. I, I thought he was, yeah, but he was good I mean, as well. I thought was better in the second half than he was in the first half. First half he was getting, mm-hmm. you know, passing wasn't he any, we were good enough. Balls into the box weren't any, we were good enough. Um, but maybe that was just done its frustration. Eh? Somebody had dug Rudder behind, that was beside him and playing on that park with him. Um, but I, I definitely, I 100% will need um, another right back coming in for me as well. But in the summer, also we'll talk about that. But no, I thought he had a decent second half again, drove us forward and looking to try and create something. I, I, I genuinely thought, obviously, he gets stick and he will get stick and he'll continue to get stick if he doesn't win trophies as a captain at Rangers. Absolutely. 100% that's warranted. But I mean, looking at his performance, I think he'd, he'd done all right from an attacking standpoint and Celtic didn't really do it. Going forward, Connor Goldson was obviously oh, back in for this one as well. It, the defence is just so much better with him in it. Um, yeah. Aye, just just the, the people's captain as, as always. A guy that you can't really ever say much bad about. Obviously, he had a couple of... The def- whole defence was sleeping for the goal, let's be honest. But I don't think, again, he's one of the main culprits of that goal. Obviously, it's a unit. As a team, we need to react better in moments like that, 100%. But... Um, I, I thought I thought Goldson was was welcomed back in that defence. Stress levels are, are always uh, not sli- all down, but they're slightly down when you know Connor Goldson um, is playing for you. Um, no, I thought for come back in for obviously his, his wee knocky head there was solid. Um, just Connor Goldson being Connor Goldson really. Um, and Davies as well, two of them together. I told you he was going to start them. I thought the two of them together were the same, the same as they usually are. I I thought again I as you say that, that that partnership is good and it's annoying that you you're saying positive stuff about a team that just get beat because <laughs> although it's like I'm done with a, a lot of this squad like the performances on the day were were alright I the left hand side is where it where it does start though Bona Barisic is absolutely fucking dug me and he, can, <laughs> he, should, he should just should just go I mean that's another goal now where uh, it's sort of down that left-hand side, although it's obviously a miscommunication for everybody in that part, but... Well, to be be fair to him as well, if you're going to hang with him for the goal, Tavernier needs to be brought up as well. Slate him at the back. Obviously, Mm -hmm. we played to the whistle absolutely 100%, but still, Tavernier for me caught Nathan at the back, but Barisic, I've been saying it all along, even when everybody was praising him, we were fantastic. It boggles me how he's up for player of the year. Um, because he should be up for probably exit of the year as well for me. He has to go. Um, I don't see, as I said, the point in paying the money we paid for Yalmaz. He has obviously has a an injury. You want he to came eat. on and he actually done all right. I, I thought as well. All right, and I thought for that moment on when he comes on, he should never be dropped again. He should start the remainder of the games because we've got nothing to play for. Um, Barisic for me is it's a hundred percent. He's got to go. He's not good enough for me. No, no, he put he's, the he's in not. The box, that's it. It's always in and that's um, a big talking point, obviously, after the game, is who you would actually keep for this team. And I've seen Heart and Hand podcast, obviously, reliable when it comes to news close to Rangers, saying Ben Davies is going to be sold as well. So if that happens, that's obviously big because he just joined. But is Ben Davies really the level you require to go and win leagues? I think he's an, an able deputy to another guy coming in, but... Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if he's good enough um, to start all these games. I would I would think he's an option, but that's maybe it. You know you're starting centre-half, so... Nah. You don't think they two getting a summer together and then a, a pre-season 
that part well, that's, I would like to play a different formation as well. So, but that's just we all, we all would, Jack, we've all wanted to play a different uh, formation. For um, but I think Davies, I think he's fine enough to be an option. I don't know, but start um, and again, it's you just look at the price tag. It's like four million for a guy who. I look at the club he was at, but you know what I mean. They're, they're it's it's just uh, that whole summer just stank. He just pure overpaying for 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 players. And, um, I and I, I think maybe that plays into it, but um, I Barisic should hundred percent be gone. He shouldn't start in our game for Rangers. He's he's crap, and the fact is, even up for player of the year. I mean, that just shows you how bad the season has been that he's he's even in that um, running, but. John Lundstrom um, oh, yeah. came in. That's more like the, the Lundstrom you, you saw. Mm-hmm. That's more Lundstrom you'd expect in, in games like this. I thought he was really, really good, to be fair. I thought he was probably the best player on the pitch. Um, and I can't believe I'm even saying that because I've watched John Lundstrom this season. But fair play to him. No, fair play to him indeed. As you say, criticise him when you're going to criticise him, but you've got to also give him praise when he performs. And for me, he performed. Um, and as I say, he was going in. Going in for the 50, 50 tackle, sorry, him looked strong um, a couple of times. And as well, he's just played overall his game. It was more like the old lunchroom, the lunchroom we all love and we want to see. Um, so he had a real positive game, as you say, mate. Uh, he had a positive game. I thought he was decent. Raskin, though, obviously at fault for the goal. You have to, Although he's <laughs> just in Absolutely. the door, you need to hold your hands up and be like, mate, just play. Just Why you why do you think it's a foul? Just If, you, if the referee's no bully's whistle, just get like on with it. Um, it's just it's just so schoolboy, and the fact that you get beat with a goal with that as well, it's just even even more sickening. Um, but I thought apart from that, I, again, it's kind of similar to what you've been seeing. If you're asking, he's positive, he's energetic, he's um, he's physical in the midfield, and he's just like one of the players you want to just keep on seeing developing. That <clears throat> the club obviously he's came in. We can't well, and the two of them have been been welcome additions. Absolutely, mate. Um, as you say, fault for a goal, but. I mean, I really is, and it? it's just no. I don't know much to say. I'm asking really. I just, I just think to myself, bro. Yeah, I, to be honest with you, mate, I'm saving myself to we get forward. We get to the forwards here because I'm, I'm done with a lot of them. Really, to be fair, I'm done with a lot of them. Well, we'll start on the more positive side. Then we'll go to Todd Cantwell first. Then, obviously, play we... his heart out. He'll play his heart out for you, as he said, mate. He'll, honestly, as you say, play him in any position. You could probably put him at centre half with Conor Goldson. He'll, he'll give you everything he's got. I love the boy a bit. He's my, my new favourite player. Um and you all you want to see for him as I'll say is, is you want to see him step up maybe a bit more in terms of goals and assists in these these big big games these big mm-hmm. occasions. See that next season for him personally for me. But right now as I say, my favourite player. I don't care how petty and hangman it is. See him moving the water away and hangman love it. Do it every time. You should have turned around and laughed at him and told him you ain't getting water, pal. On you go. Exactly. We just we need more. We need more of that. I don't care how petty it is. I don't care how. Love it. It pisses off Celtic fans, so I don't care. Do it. Keep doing it. Every day of the week, yeah. I mean, you you look at Greg Taylor ripping Barisic, he's fucking shut. Aye. Uh, like with his neck and try to pull him up and that. You're looking at what they're doing to you, and then they're getting offended because you move water away. Like, aye. Just, that's a Man. whole other debate. You could make a full podcast about um, ambulance chasers, but... Um, <laughs> Aye, it's just one of the things you you like. Todd Cantwell's obviously got the talent to go and play as well. Um, mm. he was a he was a driving force for for the full game. I thought he was actually going to get subbed as well. Um, I can't even remember who came on. Um, oh, I can remember who came on. I can't wait to talk about. Him. Honestly, it's just just blown out my mouth. Obviously, Matondo, Arfield, um, 
Kimo and Haji. Aye, Sakala, actually, I forgot. Aye. Um, oh, but I, I Todd Cantwell, I thought again, quite quite impressive. Just you need them to go and win you these games rather than just kind of working hard. But I guess that will hopefully come because he's going in the right direction. Tillman, obviously. He was he was injured, unfortunate for him because he would want him to go and make his mark in an old firm game in a big game. Then who's to say he didn't wouldn't go and do it? Um, but I kind of need to skip over him. We'll talk about Arfield then and now. Obviously, he came on was about twenty minutes in. Mm. I absolutely despise Scott Arfield. It's been pretty wanted on this podcast. If you've watched this for for a while, I'm not a fan of Scott Arfield, but I thought he was was really good. Um, against Celtic, I thought um. That that cliche is used a lot. Oh, he knows what it means, but maybe sometimes you do need that when your team are like yeah. lacking confidence in the fixture. And I thought he came on; he was positive, and um, aye, I, I thought he was decent. Um, what was your thoughts on him? Typical, you know, I feel going to come on and give you always got special in these kind of games. Um, can we can we just move on to number fourteen and number twenty, please? Aye, um, fourteen Ryan Kent used to be one of your. Most devastating players, um, one of our one of our guys that we could rely on to go and go and win his games and go and create chances for for the strikers who would normally score goals, mm. but now they don't. Um, and then you're now looking at Ryan Kent that loses possession in his own half by trying to do a Cruyff turn, uh, and basically do nothing for the first half and get hooked. Um, that's that should be his last game for the club. Just. To me, that is the last. I don't even want to. I never really want to see him play again. As I say, mate, just there used to be a Ryan Kent where when we'd play Celtic, he would be the one spark you would think that's the guy they all fear. When he gets on the ball, he's going to create something. Something's going to happen. Just looked like he couldn't get. Wasn't he up for it? Just didn't care about the game at all, really. Um, which in that case, as I say, I'll happily show him the door because I don't. As I say. I don't want to play like that, Markov, if he can't be asked to play for the club in the, the biggest game of our season. It's been absolutely a disaster. Um, Credit to Beal for ha- hooking him off at half-time. He could have kept him on. Well, it shows it shows as well, but obviously Beal's known Kent for a very long time, and what have you, but it shows that he's not going to play favourites as well there for me as well, because he could have probably just kept him on because that's his boy, do you know what I mean, the way Gerard did. That's that's my boy, I'll keep him on. But the fact he went, nah, you're not doing it, mate, you're off. Um, I like that. Um, but aye, you should have told him, you're doing a tunnel and just hop in a car, mate, and just get down to Burnley or go to Fenerbahce or wherever you're linked to. Um, because I, I generally yeah, don't, I, I, I just think he might need a change as well. Um, it's, it's what needs I, to happen for, for us as a club and for these players that obviously have been good servants to the club and the way they're going to leave the club I think is the most um, heartbreaking thing because you've looked at Ryan Kent and he's been, he's been a, an ever-present player. I, of course, he should have won more and he should have been more um, commemorated at Rangers with trophies, but he leaves and he will leave. Obviously, we, we've been a good servant for the club for that many years, but he's you're looking at it and you're boiling it down to a waste of money now because he's going to free. Um, and I, it's, 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 it's unfortunate that it had to go the way it does for him and Alfredo Morelos. Alfredo Morelos is a guy I never thought I could ever come on here and ever say anything bad about, but... That is, I don't think I'm even watching the same point. Like, that's not Morelos up front, surely. Like, uh, he just offers you absolutely nothing anymore. None. It's best words to say about it. That's not the guy we all adore. That is generally not the guy. I mean, we're all going crazy for, but no, he's to me, he's done, man. He's done. He's finished. He's 
generally offers you absolutely nothing. And um, I would, as I said to you before, I'd rather play Tillman up front. I'd rather play Tillman as a lone striker than honestly play Morelos because it's as you say, it's done and it's, uh, it's just a sad state for me. Um, we having Kent, man. You, you'd love to see them go out knowing that they won more trophies and they were successful. Um, in that regard, but I obviously shed a tear when when Morelos goes because that's the thing. It's obviously you're speaking of this now, and then. Obviously, that that will happen. I think he's one of the players that, in this era, where it's not been successful enough you for the club. You look back, you but he was. He's a guy you can remember really fondly. Obviously, the way it ended is going to be sour, but I Never think for, for everyone he's done it, the club has been it's been good. I mean, for a guy that always always, as you say, got the stick, no matter what situation or what have you, it was always Morelos this, Morelos that, just. You know what I mean? You still adore him. You always, you always adore him. But I just think it's time, as I say, same again. It's time for these guys to move on. And um, don't get me wrong. I think Morelos could probably go to Turkey, do well. I think Morelos could probably go to Spain, mid-table team. Do you know what I mean? Do well. He can get away with scoring a couple of goals and then just half-arsing it for the rest of the season. Do you know what I mean? Whereas for me here, you can. You've got to be in shape. You've got to be constantly willing to. Do you know what I mean? Do the hard yards. Do stuff you don't want to do. Um, but aye, it's just it's generally an empty jersey. And it's, yeah. it's, it's that's just uh, it's just no good enough at all, mate. And then we finally need to talk about the the miss of the century, probably. Um, I mean, how can you guy, how um, can you play two games at Hamden and have the identical chance yeah. and miss both of them and an open goal? Like, I that is, that is literally him summed up. But he's got a great smile, so it's all right. He's got such a lovely smile and a lovely face. It's all right. I, it just re- it really annoys me because I, I was always rooting for Sakala. I was always rooting for him. Like, oh, he, he, he produces goals. He, he can get his assists. He can be he can be a threat off the bench. If you miss open goals in a firm game at Hamden to get us into a final, like that should be it. Then it pro- I'm happy for it to be like that because we cannot afford to have players like that to rely on players like that. They can't even score into an empty net. I mean, I've never. I've just never thought about, do you know what I mean? Getting a gun and shooting somebody. No, I'm joking. No, just uh, how do you, how can you miss that, man? And it's the exact same shot he had the last time, and just to rattle it away, his over the bar. I I think I'm probably I've been getting sleepless nights, but thinking about that miss, I'm going to be getting even more just thinking about it right now, mate. It's I it was just I I just I you can't have a point like that, mate. To say one minute. Does something you think? How the hell's he done that? Then the next minute he can't do the basics of football. It's just like he struggles to play basic football. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. No, no, no. It's it's just simply like for all the goals that he might score, you cannot afford to have a player that you can't rely on in these big games. And that's, the that's reality it. is, we've, this season we've not been able to rely on anybody really. Exactly, I was about to say you can't. There's there's not been one of them you can so hardly rely on. Maybe Goldson. And even, even obviously, we'll give him stick because he's always going to get stick. Obviously, Tavernier still popping him with a goal. I think, think about the last old for him. He was about the only one that was going forward and putting the ball in the net. But no, I just, um, ah, you can't. A lot of these players aren't good enough. And um, nice. it's time for change. And it's, it's time it's time that a majority of them head for the exit, though. No, and Michael Beals made that pretty apparent. Obviously, he kind of kept his cards close to his chest when talking about Ryan Kent and Morelos' contract situation. I think he's been asked pretty much every press conference since he came back to the club. And I think the most alarming thing 
that he said, yeah, it was after the game. He was like, is this the last game at Hampton? He said, possibly, yes. So to me, that kind of signals that both of them will be leaving the club. And Somebody will. he says it's going to be a huge, huge rebuild. This will probably be the biggest rebuild we've, we've had to do in years. So, um, like, sorry, mate, but it's also something that we should think as well. The manager as well. But it's that fourfold firm game, and it's a, another defeat for him. Aye, but it's that three defeats and one draw. Well, I three defeats and one draw. I can't. Well, we don't we don't count anything that's not a win, Jack. Come on, no, I'm not joking. But no, it's I don't know. It's that's concerning as well when you think about that. Um, oh, no, I hundred percent think the the pressure is on the manager now as well. To obviously he can't control who's going to miss an open goal in a game. Oh, absolutely, no, you can't control. I, I think the play, the, the the way we play in the game is. It's like great. Like we dominate the game. Dominate the game. That's what you want to do. You're making chances. You just need to have players that are good enough to go and score them and create them and um, do better on that front. But I think as an actual team playing, I think I can maybe looking back at it um, over the past couple of days after obviously the emotions, the the game had just finished, kind of transpired. I can see us playing some some good football when he's got his own players there, and that's when you need to judge him. When he gets the first old firm game of next season, I mean, if you get beat there again with your own team, your own players, your own identity on that, I mean, that's going to be be huge for for a lot of people turning against the manager. But I'm willing to give him time. I'm willing to get ready to eat these useless cunts because they've basically not done it for Geo uh, either in in that period last season. So um, it just still blows my mind that he even got us to a Europa League final and beat PSV this season. Like that's just with this group of players, I can't believe that. But um, it just they genuinely feel that, that t- as soon as that whistle blew on Sunday, that felt like that team died. That was it, and I think a lot of the fans kind of feel that as well. And it's it's time to to proper overhaul the squad and and basically get a, a, a twelve to fifteen new players in the summer. Ripped up, and uh, obviously next week we will be doing what we are doing. But as I say, I just um obviously is a bit concerned with that. But once he gets his own players in, as we're saying here and. Um, really get to see what it's about. That's what it's saying. Because I'll fully back Michael Beale. I really hope Michael Beale is the guy to keep succeeding and take us forward. But just as I say, it's something just to think. You can't about. keep getting beat off, Sally. Because as simple as that, that's what will lose you your job. So, um, yeah. I obviously we've got one game against them uh, for the re- rest of the season. That'll be the one you look at and be like, right, show us what you can do with the pressure off. Can you beat Celtic? And, I would say and- pressures. Uh, the pressure's probably on to beat them, but then the pressure's off because there's obviously nothing there. You're literally aye, just playing you for pride, aren't you? Aye, but you still, aye, you're playing for pride, but you still go out there and you just, you know what I mean? Listen, get there on show still. Do you know what aye, I mean? No, of course. Of course, but um, aye, th- that's that. Obviously, we've, we've got five games left. The next one coming up is Aberdeen. Um, <laughs> as I said at the start of the, the, the episode, usually I would run through the team that I would like to see play and oh, what, what Bill will do this and that. But realistically, I don't care who plays the game. I just want to see these players coming up next get a chance in, in the next five games. Starting off with Robin McCrory, the guy that's been left in the wilderness, the guy that's been <laughs> asked many times I think, um, in press conferences will he get his opportunity. Bill said he's going to get his opportunity before the end of the season, so just put him in goals for the last five games. Um, mm. Put him out there, see what he's up to. Obviously, we've seen him for a very brief spell last season. they done all right in two big games, so let's see it. Five games, 
it's your your position to lose, mate, because the two goalkeepers are only going to be here next season. Um, and it's not all about sentimentality, uh, McGregor's last game and whatever. Just give the guy who's going to be here next season a chance. Um, and I obviously the, the rumours of Jack Butland are kind of growing stronger and stronger, but who's to say Robbie McCrory doesn't go and start the, the season strong next season? So all, all I see is how good he is. If he's not good enough, fair enough, but it's like you can't judge him. If you're going to see him play, so, so, so hopefully, no, hopefully, we do get to see him and um, get a chance come out of the wilderness. Um, I and it, it, as I say, potentially number two next season with the rumors, obviously, Butland coming in. And um, but definitely somebody I want to see play. As I say, the two games he played, he, he single handedly, do you know what I mean? I got his, got his through, he got a kick to the face, if I remember, in the European game. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, I definitely want to see McCrory play, man. No, definitely. The next one's obviously Red Van Yelmaz coming back yeah, for injury. Come on, and I uh, he should be he should be starting. No question. I don't ever want to see Barisic. If I know for I know for a fact he might, but I I really don't want to see Barisic play again. I really don't. I've had enough of watching that. Thank you very much. It's a guy we paid money for potential, the potential to play what he could be. You've got to give the guy games. You've got to give him minutes. What a perfect time to do it in games that don't really matter. No. Um, because he obviously came on and he looked apart. Um, I think he, he created a few chances as well. He got forward and he, again, it's just like, why have we not seen more of this guy? Why have we just relied on Barisic just because he's been here longer? Like These players are never going to develop at the club if you just don't give them a chance. Um, and aye, the, the biggest thing is obviously to see him play. The next one is a guy that we've seen on the bench a couple of times. A guy who was 15-year-old and can play in the championship for Millwall, by the way, but he's been in our development team all season. Zach Loveless. None of the strikers are are good enough anymore. So, give the guy that's in the youth team a chance to go and impress uh, in the next five games. Um, Give him his opportunity because I've been looking forward to seeing him all season. I think he came on in one of the cup games at home. Apart from that, uh, he's been on the bench a couple of times. No, definitely. Give him a shot because everyone else is useless, man. And you say if you're that young and you're that good to play for Preston in the Championship, you've got mm-hmm. to give him a chance, mate, at least. you know what I mean? I'd like to see it. No, definitely. Um, the next yeah, one's Rabbi, Rabbi Matondo. Him cook. Obviously, cook. came on and, uh, Sunday. And again, I thought he was, he was positive. He's kind of... He's kind of took his chance off the bench, which is really nice to see because I've waited for him to, to do that, and I I think he's he's looked more confident, which is which is good to see. No, I've looked more confident, which is good as well. And he's coming on, and he looks like he's got a wee bit of belief and confidence about himself, which is so so important for a young man. As you say, forget how young he is as well, mate. So I I just like to see him. You want to get a couple of minutes? Look sharp. I don't. I really, mate. As I say, I don't really. Who cares about these games? You know what I mean? Good to see the lads get minutes, but we all know what's going to happen. Do you know what I mean? Aye, I know. Obviously, Aberdeen is like, a, regardless of what you're doing, you can obviously want to beat them. Um, but I, it's just like it's at the point now where I'm like, I just want to see players that are going to be here beyond next season. Um, get mm-hmm. minutes. And the the last one's Yanis Hadji. Oh. Um, Yanis is. Kind of been a little hung out to dry a bit, only getting five minutes here and there at the end of the games to go and change stuff. And I just want to see him in for the start now. Um, because obviously, he signed that new contract, a lot of fans saying they would get rid of him. I wouldn't, 
I still think he can possibly be an asset, but um, I, I need to see how he is after this injury first. We've not seen enough of him yet. So, um, I definitely another one I want to see before the end of the season. But I, they're they're the they're the players for for me. Don't care really who else plays. Just want to see these guys get some times and time in the pitch. I can agree with that, mate. But uh, I'm just waiting for the summer, um, and we see the clear out uh, who's who's going, which is hopefully the majority of them. And uh, obviously next week we're doing the episode that I'm chomping at the bit to do, personally. Um. No, it's just it's it's been a disaster as you say. If it's if it's start to finish, uh, season to forget, and you just hope next season Bill Bill can get the players in that he wants in. He's ready the players that aren't good enough to be here anymore. And we go on and we we try and bring some silverware back to the club. Uh because uh, Bill now has got a massive massive task on his hands. I think obviously him coming into the club again, he was he was obviously up for that, but. Do you think he believed it would be this big a rebuild? I, I am uh, no. I, I don't think. I think there's been certain players he thought they won't let me down, like Sawine, mm. that have probably let him down. That he he thought he could have trust in, have faith in, um, maybe bring their confidence back as well. And and new players maybe he was what maybe he was he was excited to work with that he thought you know could potential there that maybe haven't impressed him as much, um. But I definitely have some players within the team that have let, let him down. Um, and you, you know who they are, to say. So I think he's had to probably rethink his whole entire thing. I know he was going on about how the summer plans are, are going to be in full effect and what have you, but I don't know, man. You can't just... You've got to just assess it all properly. I don't want people coming into the club, as I say, that aren't going to give 100%, that aren't going to be committed to the, the cause. Mm-hmm. He's been successful here. I like Cadwell, as I say, Cadwell's my favourite player. You can tell he wants to be successful and he wants, do you know what I mean? He wants to bring the, the pride back to the jersey. So I am just looking forward to the summer, mate, and just seeing who, who's who's going and who's staying. But uh, we all know we're going to get the notification uh, one more year for McGregor and, and Arfield. Aye. I know this is it, but I am looking forward to, to next week's episode where we can go in detail and proper rank everybody and see where we see them. I think that's going to be... <laughs> Going to be interesting to see where we, we end up with these players, but I think uh, a lot of them will be kind of guests by now. But if you did enjoy the episode, as always, like, subscribe, share for us, uh, and we'll be back with that episode next week.